Welcome to Hold Up, the podcast where we watch our favorite rom-coms and decide whether they hold up. I'm Carrie Gilbert. I'm Allison Gilbert. And this is our special bonus, our first special bonus episode um, where we are going to talk about the HBO original reality dating series, The 12 Dates of Christmas. It's our holiday mini-sode. Yeah. On the 12 Dates of Christmas. Not so, to be confused with, there was apparently a Hallmark movie named The 12 Dates of Christmas. Yes. This um, is different. Right. This is different. Same title, but... I think so. This is a reality show from the geniuses behind Love is Blind, where three eligible singles go to a castle in Austria and have people brought to them to decide who to bring home for Christmas. Right. So we've got two streets and a gay. Um, there's a straight male, a straight female, and a gay male. And then they are they have dates that are assigned to them. I will want to point out, um, friend of the pod and uh, Christmas uh, reality show stand, Hannah Schmidt and her partner, Zach, have been watching this and text me to be like, you have to watch the show. And I was like, Oh girl, we're on it. But then Zach was like, um, he was like, I think it's unfair because the straights have more opportunities because they can co-mingle. They have more people to co-mingle with if they get rejected by the leads. Whereas the gay guys who are brought for the gay guy only have each other. So there's only like one to two other ones at a time. And so if you're like, you're not attracted to them or don't want to date them, that's sort of like bust. Anyway, True. although like to be out, fair, it's still bad. <laughs> if you're a woman, you only have like the straight males that are there, and if you're a man, you only have the straight females. Yeah, I thought that, and then I was trying to do the math to figure out if it was actually fair, and then I got lost in the math. Right. Yeah, the math is interesting because the premise of this show is insane. I mean, the premise of any reality dating show is insane. So let me just start there. But Again, this is from the people behind Love is Blind, where you propose without ever seeing each other. But the fact that there's three leads, and then there's also, like, there's co-mingling among the dates, which, by the way, I think is all very staged. Yes, but then you get, so there's, like, a gift-giving ceremony, which is essentially a rose ceremony. Right. Where you, if you don't get a gift, you have to leave. And so, like, the first gift-giving ceremony, the straight girl and the straight guy who we need to talk about, like, gave their gifts to the two two of their people who were into each other, essentially so they could, like, stay. Right. Which was obviously, like, other. a producer thing that happened. But, it, but the woman was even like, I like her and she likes this guy, so I'm going to... I don't she was like I'm not into him but I'm gonna give him a gift so like they can stay and figure it out and then yeah. like the guy was like less in on it he was like she had to trick him and be like please keep me around I'm really into you and they were like no she's not she's into this other guy <laughs> I love so my, one of my favorite things about this iteration of reality dating show is that like because there's three leads they have like these little like fireside chats okay, where they give okay, each the, other advice the three and, leads like, names are Faith the gay guy is Garrett and I cannot remember the straight guy's name chad the most chad. boring human being alive um he literally every new woman that walks in he's like i really like her like he just likes newness like every time he sees a hot woman he's like she's the one and it's like oh you just like hot people he also has no type other than hot because no. 
there's no way that you're interested in Faith, the female lead, which like that was like a brief storyline where they were interested in each other. And then also in like the sporty athletic Chicago girl. Like they're they're not the 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 type is wildly Whose different. Cat love is too much even for me. We will say we're only discussing episodes one to three. I one think episodes three. one to six have been released. They're like releasing them in batches of three. So right. next in two weeks, we're gonna alternate this our regular episodes than this. So in two weeks we'll talk about four to six and then in four weeks we'll talk about um seven and eight. So, so we have not watched we've only gotten to the arrival of sporty cat obsessed Chicago girl. Right. So and then so my favorite thing is that they have these like fireside chats where they like give each other advice. The three leads like when they're trying to make decisions, they like give each other advice. And Chad, the straight guy who is totally boring and very kind of a sucker. Very dull. Yes. He was like, well, Skylar says she wants to, like, try and make things work with me. She's the one having this, like, other situation with one of the other guys. And Faith, the female lead, and Garrett, the straight guy, were like, oh, honey, the gay no. Guy. Yeah, Garrett, the gay guy. The two of them were like, honey, no. Like, she's playing you. That's not what happened. My favorite fireside chat was when Garrett, the gay guy, realized something was going on between Faith and Chad. Are we sure his name is Chad or are we just like he's boring and Chad's a boring name? No, no. His name is Chad. I thought it was like Fred or something. Okay. (laughs) I actually thought it was like a combination between Fred and Chad. I thought his name was Fred. Okay. Um, But like, so they're basically like going over their options and she's, Faith is playing it very cool. Faith is, I kind of, I like, guys, I like Faith. I like Faith and I like I love Faith against my better judgment. I think she is the perfect reality TV lead. She was playing it very cool, and she was like, this one guy is, like, really arrogant, and I don't like him. I'm going to let Skylar, the insane blonde, have him. And she was, like, giving the reason, she was like, but this other guy, she's very into this NYC detective who's very handsome, and I'm trying to get past that he's a cop. Um, And so she's, like, talking about how she's, like, essentially falling in love with this detective after two dates. And then I think there was another guy. And then... Then they go around to Frad or Fred or Chad or whatever his name is. And he was like, yeah, I've got Skylar who's really hot. And I've got Angel who's really hot, but kind of mean to me, which is really hot. And then obviously there's something going on with Faith. And Garrett's like, whoa, what have you been keeping from me? And I have (laughs) never bonded to any reality star more than Garrett being like, what have the two of you not been telling me? He clearly feels very left out. And then he like asked her a question. She was like, so how he was like, so how are you feeling about this? I know he's sitting right there. You think about it. You tell me later. So here's yeah, Garrett and Faith is the relationship I'm pulling for out of this. Garrett and Faith are really likable reality TV leads. They both know what they're doing. They're both fun to look at. They have great personalities. I also have now started following both of them on Instagram. And what if you get um, spoilers? No, there's no spoilers. But they're both like liberally minded social justice oriented outspoken people appreciate it love that it makes me glad about faith because i always worry about pretty white women on um reality tv shows you never know if they're gonna be i mean she could disappoint but she does have a black lives matter highlight on her instagram i mean um, she's falling in love with a black detective they could go either way <laughs> right really could go either way Garrett has pronouns in his um, bio, so that makes me feel like he's trans-inclusive. Um, and then there's Chad. Poor, sweet, dull Chad. I don't think there's anything wrong with Chad. I just think his only personality is I'm handsome and I'm into hot girls. Yes. and He's a I, little bit stupid. Yes. I think he's he is like that guy in high school 
who's super, super nice and really attractive and um, cannot carry a conversation. Who from our high school is like that? They were all ugly nerds. <laughs> so like, to those of I'm, you listening, we love you, ugly nerds. I'm endeared to Chad, but like he's not what I'm looking for in like a reality TV lead. You know we didn't I mean? have a sports. We didn't have sports teams at our high schools. We had Rube Goldberg. None of them were hot and dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so he's he's like the dullard of the three. He's very dull. I I do I don't disenjoy his scenes again because he's very handsome. Yes, and they've paired. But there's him nothing with, else there. But well, but all of the women that they've introduced him to are cotton banana pants. And dumb. So, like, they make up, like, so far every woman, with maybe the exception of, I think her name is Alexia, every woman they've created in front of him is, has, like, more personality than she knows what to do with. The first one is Skylar, who was in love with him in 45 minutes, and then when she got rejected by him, fell in love with the arrogant, alcoholic one that was rejected by Faith. Yes. And so they, they have now left together. Sorry, this will contain spoilers for the first three episodes. They've now, they got kept around for a couple weeks to hang out and now, not weeks, literally, like, days. This show moves at a clip. I really appreciate it. It, We are not, like, we're not waiting around for drama. We're just, we're clicking right along. They left on a horse-drawn carriage together because this has all the staples of The Bachelor but Christmas-fied. So instead Mm -hmm. of leaving in a limo, you leave in a horse-drawn carriage. Um. But then this woman named Alexi was brought in who just seems sweet. Oh, no. Then this uh, there was a woman named Angel. I love the Christmas-themed names. We have a Faith. We have an Angel. Mm-hmm. Um, and Angel just, like, came out of the gate swinging. She was just, like, mean and negative and there to challenge him. And I liked her. And I'm sad she's gone because she seemed she was like brief, great man. TV. She was brief. She came in. She burned out quickly. And she, she left. But we had fun while she was there. Yeah, the this show's done a nice job of like checking all of the reality personality boxes. Like we have hot sweet duddy or hot sweet dumb guy. Um, we overly got, invested too quickly in uh, what was Garrett's date? His like first date? Who was Corey. like Corey? I like I I feel for Corey so deeply. He's just trying to be his honest self and be vulnerable, and it was too much for Garrett. He just and I get both sides of that. Yes, Corey. Yeah, Corey was too much too fast, and Garrett was like, "Whoa, slow down!" And then, like, as soon as Jose showed up, Garrett was like, "I don't care about anyone else. I'm in love with Jose." Which, yeah, Jose's in love with him. Garrett's in love with Jose. Like, that's those two are get the wedding sleigh bell ready, right? I mean, except that there's this new guy who loves his mom so much he got a mom tattoo. What was that in scenes from the next week? Oh, I started the next episode. <laughs> episode four. Sorry, I sorry. They blend together because like HBO has no commercials. To watch this, and now she's deep into four. I was like, I'm stopping at three. Yeah, I mean, all of the people are great. Alexi, poor Alexia, like accidentally was like, I think I said two people making out when I first got here, and then turns out it was Faith and Chad, and that I... really upset the NYC detective. And I feel so bad for Alexia because she clearly was just like, guys, who was making out? Like she just thought she was like, she was just group. She was just the dumb. new girl, she like trying to start to make, drama. She, she was just trying dumb. to make friends. I've been She's that just girl. To make friends. I've been that girl who's like. Oh, this thing I know. And then I'm when like, When you're 23 Ooh. years old, the way you think you, the only way you think there is to make friends with gay guys is to gossip with them. 
And so she was just trying to gossip with the fun gay guys. And then she got herself into trouble with Faith. And I feel bad for Alexia. I did. I felt bad for her. She didn't mean to cause drama. I, I do think like part of what this show does well, or part of what I like about this show is we don't really like there's nobody who's a villain. Like everybody is for the most part likable, maybe except Kevin. Um, Which one is Kevin? The drunk The guy one. who skied in? The guy The, like, finance guy in. who skied oh, in? Oh, no. He's, he's harmless. I mean, he's boring and awkward, but harmless. Kevin was the one, the French guy that, that Skylar had a thing with that was, like, very drunk oh. a lot of the time. Yeah. And he was... But to be fair to him, like, he's on a free vacation in the Austrian Alps and there's free alcohol. Like, I'm not sure you can hate. He was mean to Skylar when she just wanted to go talk to her. And he was like, I can't. I have a beer. And she was like, bring it with you. And he was like, no, I'm talking to Anthony. He's like, I just want to talk to my friends. I just want to talk to Anthony. I mean, I want to talk to Anthony, too. I get it. (laughs) I have questions about NYC detectiveness. And I have questions about your dimples, sir. So this show is kind of brilliant. Like, we have lots of reality TV dating shows on the market. HBO did something really smart in that it set it at Christmas in a beautiful place. Like everything is gorgeous. And like there's a thousand Christmas trees in this fucking castle. And whenever they get a message, it's an advent gingerbread house where bells go off. Right. And they all like they gather and like everybody's in their like Christmas PJs. Full faces of makeup on the ladies. Right. Um, hair product in for the men. On this show, I would love to know what the budget on this show was because everything is like beautiful. Everybody's dressed to the nines. Everybody looks fantastic. I would imagine. So I think, and someone, and by someone I mean Hannah Schmidt, can correct me if I'm wrong. I think this show is done by the same people that did Love Is Blind, which is done by the same people who do Married at First Sight. And if first of all, if you watch Married at First Sight, the early seasons and then the later seasons, you can watch the budget grow. But even the later seasons of Married at First Sight, very low budge. I feel like as each of their like dumb reality shows have gotten better, they've got more money. And this is clearly like Married at First Sight has been on for years and it was a slow burn, but people love it. It's very stupid. Love is Blind hit and we made a lot of money off of it. So now we can throw all of our money into giving them Christmas PJs in an Austrian castle and we are reaping the benefits of this reality production company's years of genius. Well, and we're all starving for new, like, television content because there's a pandemic. And it's Christmas time, and it's, like, a really weird Christmas because there's a pandemic. And so HBO's given us, like, a beautiful Austrian castle with attractive dumb people who are going to, like, find love. And they keep talking about, like, taking people home for Christmas. For Christmas, but then they like they like pause, so it just sounds like they're like, "Who do I want to take home?" So it's like, la- you know, like last call at a bar, and so they're like, "Who am I going to take home for the night?" And then for there's like very <laughs> there's like very emotional like testimonials where like Faith or Chad will be like, "I take this very seriously. They'll be meeting my family. I have to take this person home. To- this is real. They have to meet my real family." Like reminding us that this cartoon has stakes, which like no, it doesn't. Also, this was filmed in March, so they didn't actually take these people home for Christmas. Well, you don't, I, you don't know. That's true. That this Christmas hasn't happened yet. Right. They could. So they will take them home for like 
a wintry holiday amidst a pandemic. I don't know. Right. It'll be interesting to see how the the taking home stuff happens. Well, I think this all got filmed pre-COVID. It got filmed in like February and March. So I think they Even got the it in under the wire. Part? Yeah, I think they got it in under the wire. Interesting. 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 Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm hooked, which is good because we have several more episodes to do. Yeah. I uh, I liked this a lot more than I expected. I mean, I as we you, know, this I, was your idea. I know, and I love a reality dating show. I'm I'm a you know a long time Bachelor viewer. You didn't know what to expect because you haven't watched Love Is Blind. True, I've not loved watched Love Is Blind. This this has a much like this has a very Bachelor feel, almost in like a. Uh, like faith at one point kind of with like a nod to the camera was like i don't think she's here for the right reasons and then like kind of like winked people say here for the right reasons we have been asked people have asked to steal you for a minute that we've, was the, we've gone on journeys we're on a journey we're trusting was, in the journey that happens a lot i will say on um married at first sight and love is blind a trope of those shows is being like this process they're more mm-hmm. like honest about how weird it is and they talk about the process you need to watch love is blind for those of you that have, Skylar has a real Jessica energy, and I'm just putting that together now, and I love it, and it makes me sad that Skylar's gone. What this show has that The Bachelor is missing is Natasha Rothwell narrating the whole damn thing. Another, uh, yes, the narration is very funny. So Natasha Rothwell is an actress. She's on Insecure. She's on Black Lady Sketch Show. She's hilarious and she's basically all of us sitting at home like drinking a bottle of wine watching these ding-dongs do this thing um yeah it gives us a nice like uh voice of the audience but professional comedian so voice of the audience that's very funny and like occasionally she fills us in on the rules but a lot of the time like we're just kind of like figuring out the rules as we go along because i almost feel like the rules are secondary we're really they just want like hot people to like make out in a castle that's it there was this whole thing of like well these two people who aren't like you're only supposed to be dating the mains the mains aren't supposed to be dating each other and the love interests their mains and love interests aren't because this is listed as a uh uh lifetime christmas movie come to life um but so she's sort of like well you're not supposed to be doing that but it's like of course you're supposed to be doing that it's fun keep dating each other well and it also like was not clear until like maybe well into episode two like like how we kept people? Did we just keep adding people? Did people get subtracted? Were people gonna leave? That was all very unclear. It has started to come together for me, but again, I feel like the rules are really just suggestions here. Yes. So, like a host is not necessary in any kind of real way. Yeah, I but the narration want, like, is perfect. A Chris Harrison walking in and like talking to us. I like clearly she did this from her home in a pandemic. Like they sent her the episodes and she watched them and recorded right funny stuff over it and it's fun yeah um anyway it's the sweater the christmas sweaters just the outfits are great. great Ugh. we had a masquerade ball where like everyone's like there's everyone's outfit matched their mask, mask like perfectly it was an eye mask it wasn't a – this was pre-pandemic, so they weren't wearing face masks, which side mm-hmm. note yesterday I said to – I asked mom if she had any face masks because I was doing a self-care night. And she was like, oh, yeah, there's a big bag of clean ones out uh, by the door. Where are you going? And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like an exfoliating face mask. <laughs> like, 
like skincare. Like, oh, you're right. That is <laughs> tricky. One of my favorite things that happened was at the masquerade ball. All of the like cast members are just like standing around talking. And then we've added in extras who are dancing in circles around them, like professional dancers who for the entirety of the scene just continued to dance in circles. It was it's beautiful. Truly insane. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I look it's forward to Christmas, more. I highly recommend this. It's the Christmas idiocy that I need. Yeah. I texted um, two friends who I text about The Bachelor, um, like recommending this show to them. And I said, it's Christmas time and it's completely banana pants. And Sarah was like, um, truly all I only want to watch things right now that can be described as banana pants. If Sarah was single and there was going to be a second season of this show, I'd be signing up for her up for it faster than you can blink. Oh, yeah. Because this, I mean, I'm perfectly happy with the way she met her current partner, but like this would have been a great way for her to meet someone. <laughs> I said I was like the Christmas is over the top. Yeah. There's literally just like there's just at one point like there's just tool like just tossed about. They're all clearly found on Instagram. Like a lot of their jobs are like, I'm a digital content creator, which is TV speak for I am an Instagram influencer. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they're all, they all clearly, like I don't think there was an application process. Like the producers went through Instagram and like found hot people who, and they were like, they'll come Garrett, on the show. Garrett like fully admits that on his Instagram. He was like, yeah, they basically just like DM'd me and were like, do you want to be on the show? Yeah, they, I'm sure that's how they got. But what's interesting is that I think I can't remember whether it was Faith or Garrett. I obviously did a deep deep dive last night. One of them was saying like they didn't know they were going to be a lead. Like they just got cast on this show. It was Garrett. He knew right before they went, they got to Austria, but he didn't know until then that he was going to be a lead. Yeah. So I think it like they probably like cast all these people and then they like kind of picked their favorites or the ones they thought were sort of like. But they also said they asked them questions about like what kind of person they would like. Like they tried to have some compatibility things, which I don't know how that worked for Zach. Are we sure his name isn't Zach? Is it Chad? It's Chad. Okay. Yeah. Chad's, Chad's his compatibility like was just map. like, is she hot? Like, does she wear a lot of eyeliner? He's like, what I want in a woman is a lot of eyeliner. Right. And they were like, great. We can do that. It's like a personality. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, that's okay. The women he's dating have enough personality for the both of them. For except sweet, dumb, innocent Alexia, who's just sort of like, mm, I just like came her. here to make friends. She's the one who's like, I did come here to make friends. And <laughs> I am actually here. I am quite lonely. I it's I want to make some friends. Um. Yeah. Anyway, well, I look forward to continuing to watch. In two weeks, we'll have. In one week, we'll have the holiday. In two weeks, we'll have episodes four to six. Yes. Um, Where can people find us, Allison? Stay safe. Um, On Instagram at hold underscore up underscore pod. And on Twitter at hold underscore up underscore podcast. I'll think of something fun to do on those platforms to celebrate our mini-sodes. Yeah. Um, So come follow us there and join the fun. Bye. Bye.